how often do you invite your emotions to the surface and say, all right, let's sit down and have some tea together. Let's check out what you got today. What messages do you have for me? Do you know your emotions carry messages? Have you ever pondered why you have emotions, by the way? What, what's the purpose of emotions in your life? Women would know that. Women, let me ask you this question. What is the purpose of emotions in your world? Is it our voice inside, our soul? Is it another way of communicating? A way of communicating, yes. They guide um, our higher self. They make sure our emotions, that we're in the proper space, that are so mm -hmm. So, seems like your emotions are messengers. Mm -hmm. They carry messages, yes? Yeah. Interesting. But from whom do they carry the messages? Mm -hmm. Because they work both ways. Normally in your everyday life, whose messages do your emotions carry? The world outside of you? what emotions they create in you, your everyday interactions, you're upset with someone at work, somebody is upset with you, somebody called you something, somebody didn't understand you, somebody you want to understand you can't understand. Yes or no? Mm -hmm. yes. So do your emotions also carry messages from your outer world to your inner world? Yes. They're like a tuk-tuk. They carry passengers in and out. <laughs> yeah, but those tuk-tuks are like really dangerous. And the thing is, so are emotions. You've got to go with the flow, and you've got to trust that you're going to get there in one piece. With tuk-tuks? Yeah. Oh, they're a lot of fun, but they're noisy. A lot of fun. But they're very noisy. And dusty and so. And they create a lot of pollution. Yes. Your emotions are no different. <laughs> They're very noisy. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. So your emotions are a vehicle that carry and transmit what's taking place around you and communicate it to your inner being. And ideally, they should also be carrying messages from your inner being so you can carry them out in your outer world. So if your soul, for example, says, I would like to experience pain today. How does the body react to that? It says, sorry, you don't have authorization. I don't want to experience pain. I'd rather numb myself. I'd rather distract myself. Binge watch Game of Thrones. Next season is out. Is it the last season? So if your soul transmits via your emotions, I need to experience this discomfort, this discomfort of maybe in a relationship that you're misunderstood in. Can you allow yourself to experience that emotion? Yes. Do you allow yourself to experience that emotion? 
do you know if it's coming from the soul or do you know it's coming from just the chaos in your chemistry? Isn't it a combination? Well, when it crashes together, the soul, everything is kind of mixed up. Your inner world and the exterior world. Yeah. Sounds like a witch's brew. Yeah. <laughs> everything kind of thrown in there. That's why I said every once in a while, try to, when you meditate in the morning or at any time of the day, ideally once a day, invite up your emotions and see that very colorful multidimensional ball. And you will see so many ranges and depths and colors in that. But practice observing your emotions from a, from a slight distance. Do you understand what I mean? So when you're meditating and you're visualizing that ball, just allowing yourself to feel everything that's going on in your body and your mind, and you can say, hmm, let me just breathe into them. I'm not doing anything about them. I'm not also letting them govern me in this moment. I am just watching and breathing. And as you watch and breathe, if you truly slow your breath down, you will find that that ball starts to get slowly untangled. It, so, it starts to sort itself out. It's very odd. As you're observing it when in meditation, mm -hmm. like the more you do that? Mm -hmm. That's why I'm, I'm inviting you to practice this every day. Just take a few moments if you're at work, too many emotions are coming up. Lock yourself up in the bathroom <laughs> and observe your ball of emotions and slow down your breath and breathe into them. Most of us have really practiced locking them up in a closet somewhere, hoping nobody will open them at work. Nobody, nothing triggers that for you until you're in a safe space. Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> So Yogi Bhajan would say, he said, your emotions are based or run, your emotions are run by your endocrine system. Do you know what your endocrine system is? Your entire glandular system, all the glands in your body. Yes? Your glands in the body are creating chemical secretions. Yes? And those chemical secretions represent what you are feeling in the moment. If the feeling is coming this way from the soul outwards, there are certain secretions in the brain glands, yeah, serotonin and all that fun stuff, you will have more of that in your bloodstream. Therefore, you are just blissed out. You can, you can walk through fire of circumstances and be or your entire blood chemistry can be run by your lower glands and disrupt the master gland. So pituitary gland is called the master gland. It's like the conductor in an orchestra. Yes, so ideally, this should be conducting the music and all the other glands go, all right, let's play the whole symphony. Oh, it's beautiful. 
that's when your being feels completely connected and present as you walk through life. And you can allow yourself to feel what you need to feel. You're not afraid of those feelings. You can connect your mind into your wisdom mind and say, what, what should we do with this? What is my emotion wanting me to do? What is the action that my emotion is motivating me to perform? Does that make sense? And if you can learn to keep a little distance between your emotion and yourself, then you are not ruled by the emotion. Normally you're ruled by your emotions. Does that make sense? It whips you and you go, your arm lifts up over here and whips somebody else over here on the outside. You understand what I'm saying? He would say, your imagine would say, keep a little distance between your emotion and yourself. So you may respond to the emotion, not react to the emotion. Now, how often do you do that? How often do you respond to what your blood chemistry is pouring into your mind and your senses and your psyche? How often does that control your psyche instead of your soul controlling your emotions? How often does that happen in your day? Well, that's where Kalini Yoga comes in. <laughs> Always, you have to come back to it, right? It's gotten easier and like better and better. Better and better, right? Better and better and more practice. That's right. Until you get to a point where there's something that it really triggers you. It really triggers. Yes. You, and then you're like, hmm. another another layer, another layer, a deep yeah. layer to be yeah. cleansed, right? Like you've gone through this. Take that. Absolutely. So it is like a video game. <laughs> You reach high and high realms, and so you're offered the next com complex stage. <laughs> so if you're afraid of those complexities, the spiritual path is not for you. Then you want the simpler path. Not wanting to feel anything. Let's make sure everybody's just functioning around you. But if you're wanting to actually live, it takes a lot of courage. It takes courage to truly live. It takes courage to feel your emotions and watch them and then respond to them. So you may separate, you may distinguish which emotions are coming from your soul as a motivation to you and which emotions are coming from the complex muck from the outside and allowing you to disconnect from your soul. I have a question. So, so I'm looking at it as if I'm going through life in a certain direction and that direction is not the right direction, so I'm going to be hit energetically with negative force, not negative in a bad way, but just I'm not aligned to the energy that I'm forcing through. So is that where the emotions are constantly kicking in. Yes, the emotions are telling you something. Mm -hmm. 
So it's like you're outputting one frequency, but you're going into a different level frequency. Yes, it's causing pain. It's causing tension. It's causing, causing pressure that we were talking about last Thursday. Tension, pressure, stress, and friction. So it's the communication from within. Exactly. Exactly. Not. And from outside. Well, yeah, because when you're right. when you're not aligned. Mm -hmm. All those emotions, all those feelings are telling you something. They're asking you to open your eyes and see where why are you bumping into all these things? Are you driving in the wrong lane? Maybe. So Kundalini Yoga it was very interesting because it is one modality that in one class every Kriya is meant to do that. It goes and stimulates this pituitary gland within you, which is the master gland. And so the idea is very simple. Activate this, balance this, all of the entire orchestra will automatically come into balance. Brilliant, isn't it? And the thing is, you don't even have to do anything consciously. Just the crazy breathing and the crazy postures and the crazy chanting will do it for you. Like I said, you save yourself years of therapy. Mm -hmm. You do. Yeah. You have to be ready for it, though. You have, like I said, you you have to be ready to actually want to live. Yeah. But until you are still wanting to roll in the mud, you're enjoying that. That's okay too. This will not feel very inviting. It'll feel like a lot of work. For more inspirational offerings visit us at sevenshockeryoga.com.